Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 161. I barely got it out. What were you about to say? We <laughs> did not make it. We barely made it. I stumbled I by know, the skin I of our teeth. Hey, I thought Jason But had... you know what? We could go back and re-record that, well, but we're, we're not, not going to do it. We don't do no, that. We don't we do it that way. Things out. No, we do not. It's live, folks. It's, well, it's not. It's not. It's lazy. <laughs> you know that lazy. old, That's you know that it's, it's not live, it's Memorex. It's Ours funny. is it's not live, it's lazy. Yeah, exactly. We do not want to edit could this. push the button. I was telling over. them we're two not. episodes ago, something was slightly out of focus. Some of you have probably already noticed. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go back and record that episode. You guys are sitting here watching a little blurry. Most oh. people are listening, not watching anyway. That's or true. they're not watching continuously because there's nothing to see but the three of us yes. just sitting here. We are not the image you want to see. Oh, we're not eye candy. Ed. No. No, no, the people that do For point long- out things that are happening, like you and Jason looked bored while Nathan was talking. Okay, they they didn't just look <laughs> bored. I, was. I don't know. Okay, stop trying to interpret what I was thinking while I was being quiet. So yes, here, here's my question for this episode: How y'all liking the Dr Pepper? It's it's fine. Just oh, fine. Oh, I, Everybody fine. has it now. Yeah. It. Now, last week, if Jason's you tuned in, set. I started on the strawberries and cream. They went and got them. Right. Uh, I will so. say, I saw on Sunday before I left the building that you had put these out. And first thing Monday morning, I walked in and picked one up because I was very interested. Yep. And uh, well, I, I, noticed, I, do, I do sort of like it. I, like I it. think this would never be something I would drink regularly. You're right about that. But, you know, it's that's Valentine's what was, That's Day. what I meant by fine. I like it. Mm-hmm. But... And if you have it, I will take it. Yep. It's the kind of thing. <laughs> not, and if y'all would like to sponsor us, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Or any of you all want to just buy us a bunch of this, when I'm I at, will drink When it. I'm at the movie theater and they have that freestyle Ooh, Coke machine, mm. and yeah. they're like, here's the flavor of the month or whatever, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. It, that, this is what this tastes like. I'd get it. it and I'd go, I'd go, okay, yeah, for the next two hours I can drink there this. There is and, a flavor I always get on the freestyle machine, well, and I'd be interested to hear what you all get. Do y'all get just normal stuff? I tend to get normal stuff. Oh. Okay. No. I mean, I get, well, like, like I said. Well, I'll I, get a cherry Coke every now and then. The, okay. the NCG movie theater has the um, uh, the Barks Zero Sugar Cream Soda. I had never had mm. their cream soda. I think it's pretty darn good. I've normally been an A&W cream soda guy, but the Barks one's pretty good. Okay. I also... That's what I get. That's your thing? I love cream soda, mm-hmm. and I will get Bark's cream soda. And I used to love the version that Moe's had, you know, the peach. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so good. But oh. you can only get it at Moe's. Yep. Anyway. All right. So there you've heard all about our soft drink preferences. Now let's get to your questions, because we got two today. Good. You mean we- that's not what they turned tuned in for? No. That's what we tuned, are tuning tuned in. Tuned in. That's an old thing of get your radio dial yes. and tune it over to. Mm-hmm. It's showing his age. Exactly. 101.7 The Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only do long plays. We're playing the backside. That's right. right. And nobody knows what that means either. <laughs> so we got two questions. Uh, same person sent these two back to back. And they, they, so they, well, they sent them all in one block. Um, but I, I went ahead and, and, Put them together because I don't think it's going to take long to do the first one. And they don't either. I'll read exactly what they said. I have two questions. I think the first one will be a quick answer. Let's see if we can accommodate. Sir, you're going to be wrong. We can talk about anything. All right. Not sure. ma'am. Okay. And then they say not sure about the second one. Okay. So here's the first one. Should we pray to God or Jesus? Yes. 
That was my answer as well. I was going to say yes. What do you say, Ed? I also would say yes. We'll say yes. But I can talk about it longer if you wanted to. This feels oh, we're like not watching, get it. Yeah. watching The Chosen. I now watch The Chosen with my daughters mm -hmm. in every, every, every episode. One of them will say something about, God's going to do this. That's not God. That's Jesus. And then the other one will go, they're the same person. Well, that don't make no sense. And then one says, wait, daddy says they're not the same person. I go, well, it's one being three distinct persons. And so yes. that's our fun conversation yes. we have every single time. But So you're not able to explain the Trinity to your daughters. I can't explain it to myself. Yes. I have a phrase that I was told makes me not a heretic. If I say uh, one God, three persons, that's okay. Distinct okay. is okay to say. Separate's not okay to say. Oh, my God. So. I, I got I got ones I can say. That's and too legalistic. For me. I'm just telling you, there are things I it's can say. It's like saying the Bible's infallible in its original. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't go there. So I don't explain it to myself nor anyone else. I say that sentence that I was given to say in college. And so my thought was, uh, past my answer of yes, should we pray to God or Jesus was, look, um, if, you're, if you're trying to get too mechanical about it, you're probably not doing it right. That's what I was going to say, too. Yes. Yes. God, God is hearing you, mm -hmm. <laughs> audible, not audible. Mm -hmm. That's what He's listening to. Mm -hmm. and, and if and, you think I'm going to get a better answer by the title mm -hmm. I yes. use, and and if I say Jesus, God's not going to hear me. Or I what? pray a prayer right from my heart, but at the last, I don't say in Jesus' name, Ooh, which uh, somebody might have told me at one time. Yes, me uh, too. Me then, too. <laughs> and that's still in me. I say it without even knowing it. You know what's in me that's a stupid thing? Oh, <laughs> well, we don't one, have time. One of the many, I still, as I type out, which you all know, as I type out messages, there are many, many mistakes. But the mistake I can't allow to go is to not capitalize pronouns that are associated with God uh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, I, I have the same thing. I can't let that go. Me too. But that's because Becky Martin was my teacher. That's right. <laughs> so She was too. not my teacher, but... Ruben she Parker. also did write a lot of those papers. It's, kind of, it's, it's, it's almost like the Jewish thing of not fully writing out God's name. Yeah. Yeah. That's in me as well. But yeah. well, and I will say to answer your question about the God or or Jesus or yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm assuming what they mean is God the Father yeah. or or Jesus. I will say that in my own prayers, there are times not because I think it makes it more effective or anything else, but in my personal prayer time in the morning, there are times that I to try and remind myself that I'm speaking to a person mm. will address one person of the Trinity in particular. So yeah. some some mornings I do in particular uh, address Jesus, yeah. but sometimes I'll I'll use different language from the scriptures. I'll say you know Jesus or King Jesus mm -hmm. or Christ Jesus or because I'm trying to remind myself. I'm speaking to a to a being yes. to a person. Mm -hmm. This is a personal prayer. Um, so, here's, here's but thing. I know all of God That's is hearing right. the prayer. I know that. Yes. <laughs> and here's the thing that I have just recently added to my uh, prayers is something that my old church back in the day would not have approved of is I have begun speaking to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. I, yeah, I and, do that as well. And uh, inviting him into my day, mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. my life, and asking for him to guide me because I've... I read what Jesus said. He says, if you ask for the Spirit, God will always give him to you. That's right. And I thought, oh, 
I've I'm never, genuinely curious. Why would why would they not have approved of you speaking to the spirit? Because well, I grew up in a very legalistic thing. Mm, you speak to God mm, through Jesus. Oh, and gotcha. I don't know where the spirit. The was. spirit he makes just utterings for you that you don't understand. I, yeah, so don't even good. acknowledge him. He's he's over, <laughs> he's in, the over corner, in the corner saying stuff. Don't look at him. Don't speak to him. Well, you might confuse him. I don't know why. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. know. I don't know why they taught me that way. But yes, so. Yes. When I, when they I probably finally, had very good intentions. They, they, why did. they, they did. Why they, why they, why they instructed they that. But yes. So I have, I have added that, and uh, I will. I tell you what, um, God answered that. Prayer. I was just curious. I, I had not also, heard. I have also before. begun doing that as well as uh, at certain points during the day, going into a meeting, coming mm-hmm. into this mm-hmm. spirit direct yes. me, spirit help. Sure, me. absolutely. Yes, yeah. and it's a, and it, it, it is not an it. Heat. That's right. That was the other thing right. that I got wrong growing up mm. as well. Uh, I did not treat Holy Spirit as part a of, person, as a person uh, in within the Trinity. Mm-hmm. It was a ethereal it out there, mm-hmm. and I I had to change my language on that for the purposes you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to a person yeah. who is with me and who is all you know. Most God. importantly, so, the reason I said yes to the original is pray. Just yes. do it. Just pray. Just pray. There if you, you are speaking to God, the, the the word, he is not as upset about the particular name that you are calling, and he he just wants to speak to you. Exactly. He wants to have that conversation. So that's the first question. We did that pretty quick. We did. All right. Second question. Here we go. It's going to take a little longer. Why did God make us? <laughs> no, that's the first part of the question. Oh, gosh. They go on. Why did God make us? He knew we were going to sin. He knew that we would make a mess of everything and that some would not choose him at all. I get that he wanted to create others in his image, but he had the power to make us all love him and not have any sin in this world. So why did God make us like that, y'all? He does not have the power to make us all love him because love what? has to be chosen. Ed, you heretic. <laughs> he cannot. <laughs> like You cannot force a person to love you. That is... It's something else. You can make it's them not love. They can you can make them do actions that you can call love. Yes. But love is a freely given thing that I do for the benefit of another. I have to freely do it or it's not love. Wow. Yeah. So, so that in the end, God created us because he exists in love in mm-hmm. in himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and love is always expressing itself in love. Yes. So he created. He's a creative being, and mm-hmm. he created all the things that he created mm-hmm. or created for <laughs> I, his glory. Yes. Yes. There's a phrase in here that I I, 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 I want to push back on. Well, do it. I'm afraid, Go at it. I'm afraid of the uh, can of worms I would open. No, it. open it. <laughs> we like worms. There's a place on that table right so, there for So them. you said in your, Yeah, you say in your question, God knew we would we would sin and he knew we would make a mess of everything. Uh you wanna you wanna ask the question I think I want to ask. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Uh, my question would be, how do you know that he knew beforehand that this would happen? I mean, I think there is certainly <clears throat> Uh, it would make sense to me that he would he would know that that possibility was there because, as you've already said, right. love requires a choice. It's how he knew when he created it. I, I have created all the trees of the garden you can eat from, but there's this one mm-hmm. that is the tree of knowledge, good and evil. That choice in and of itself, 
allows the possibility for sure. there to be sin and corruption and evil. But so, I agree I agree with you on the question. So even if we don't get into that part, let's, if I give you the point that he didn't know, mm -hmm. then he must know there's a greater good. He knew that right. someone would choose mm -hmm. at some point mm -hmm. to mess it up. But love is the greater good. And yeah. because love has to be chosen, he knew that was the greater good. And there, you cannot, I go back, you know, anything, any forcing a person to do loving actions for you is not loving. So then mm -hmm. God himself is not loving. Mm -hmm. If I force someone to do something mm -hmm. yeah. that they don't want to do, mm -hmm. that's not a loving action. So mm -hmm. then the statement, God is love, is canceled out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, yes, I think God choosing to create us in love. So, you know, the as we've already said, we've talked a lot about the Trinity, but Father, Son, Spirit, three persons, one God. They, God is a community of love unto himself, Right. though that is not grammatically making sense, but that's the way it yep. works, is that God exists in love. So when he creates children. He creates human beings just as, you know, my wife and I, when we're married, and I'm sure it's the same way for you guys, there comes a point in your marriage where your love exists in such a way. And really, I had someone ask me this other day, like, when do you know that it's right for children? My wife knew a lot longer than before I did. But, you know, uh, and I said that the other, I said that the other day, I was talking to somebody, I said, you know, it took me longer to get there, but there comes a point where you get to a place where you just say, there's no logical reason to get behind it other than we just love each other. We want to extend this love. But even I know, uh, because I, I'm, maybe maybe not every parent thinks about this or is fully aware of it, but I knew just because I'd done youth ministry and I'd seen it happen, I knew there's a possibility when I have this child, I'm going to pour 18 years of my life into this child and love them, and they get the choice yep. at 18 years old. I don't ever want to see you again, and I want nothing to do with you ever yep. again. Great analogy. And I know that that's a possibility, yep. and I'm going to do anything I can, obviously, to, to make sure the relationship happens, which obviously I think God does, which this is just a side note before I complete that thought. I've said this to other parents. There is no amount of love that you can give a child that will make sure that they always come back to you. True. Because if so, you are saying you have a bigger capability of love than God. True. We know that God is fully... It's just a different way of saying I'm forcing you to do something. Right. If I have an action that I can do enough to make you do something, I am forcing you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so God creates us with the knowledge that we can turn away from him. Mm -hmm. and, and, and because of his immense wisdom and knowledge and eternity of experience, he knows every human being is going to at some point decide, I'm going to rebel against you. I'm not going to do this. But he still creates in love because that's who he is. And he wants to be near us. And he pursues us. And, and, and he comes after us. And I think this even goes into the conversations people have of, does God send people to hell? And the way I said it to one person, because the example they used was they said, if you knew your child was going to run away and get hit by a car, wouldn't you keep them at home? And I said, no. I said, maybe when they're four, 
I said, but when they're 18 and they have the decision to leave, just because I know it's better for me and you to be in a relationship, me holding you hostage in your room and going, Mm -hmm. you have to stay here forever because it's best for you to love me and know me is not loving, it's cruel. People who do that, we lock them up. Right. right. They're criminals. And I said, that's an example of, that's not love. It's not love to kidnap someone and say, I said, if I said to Jennifer when we got married, do you want to get married? And she said, no. And I said, too bad I made the decision. I've kidnapped you and you're going to live in my home. No one thinks that's love because we know love requires the choice. And this is what God does for us is he's, hell is not where God sends us to punish us because we made the wrong choice. He doesn't like us. God is, hell is God saying, if you don't want to be with me, then you cannot be with me. And there is the nature of that, as they've said, turning away from God and all of those things. It is not unloving to allow that to happen. It is the definition of love to allow that to happen. And I, and we know it breaks the father's heart just as it would break your heart as a parent. Anything else on that? No, just, yeah, no. All right. Life is a good thing. And God, yes. God, God chose the best possible choice to think that we have somehow found a loophole that God got wrong mm-hmm. and that he should have done it a different way. He, he chose the best thing. He, mm-hmm. he is a God of love. Yes. Because... He is perfectly revealed in Jesus, and I cannot imagine Jesus forcing anybody to follow him. He says, hey, come follow me. Mm -hmm. It's a question. It's not a demand. Yeah, it's an invitation. And just because that, like you said, Ed, God is uh, nothing other than love. He cannot do anything other than love. And when I look at what, what I see, and I think, well, that can't be right. Well, then it, it just is a signal to me that I don't necessarily understand God nor love mm-hmm. fully. And isn't that the, wouldn't you think that a God that is that far above us would not have elements of his nature that would require us a little bit of unease sometimes yeah. to not understand completely um, who that God is? Yeah. So if, if, if your standard of God is God is God when I can fully understand exactly who, who, how he works, that's, that's a tough standard. Well, and I think, I think it's going to be the joy of eternity that mm-hmm. I continue to discover things about the glory of God yes. that I didn't understand. Because that certainly has been my 42-year journey with God is that, um, I mean, it's not every year I look back, but regularly I look back at messages I preached or things I believed or <laughs> journal entries mm-hmm. I wrote and I go, wow, you were so off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know that most people would see it, but I knew right. I know what was in me yep. and what was me and I just I was wrong about God. I was me wrong too. about me. I was wrong about the world. Yep. And I think that will continue to be true because God is he is just more immense in his love than I can imagine. I think I really love my kids, my family, the, my friends. And when I see how much he loves, I realize mm-hmm. I, there's still parts of my love for people I love the deepest that's about me. Yep. Mm-hmm. But 
God's love is about us. He loves us. Mm-hmm. He don't, just is for us. And don't you think that journey, though, that you're talking about, if we think about it, if you're saying there are things I didn't understand about God and I understand them better now, and there were even things I thought about God that I now realize were just completely off, and it doesn't mean that back then you didn't love God or you didn't follow God. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Any relationship you have, whether it be marriage, any relationship that you are honestly pursuing the person, I'll say this, that you have to be open to the assumptions you've had. You may have interpreted it evidence wrong that I know as a child, there are things about you that I have learned more and reinterpreted things in my childhood or reinterpreted things that happened 10 years ago and be able to go, I just didn't understand. And that the loving response is not to say, well, that means we didn't love each other then. It means that we've now had more experience to move towards one another. Well, of course that's going to happen with God, and especially to the point you said of his ways are higher than our ways. Yeah. He's an infinite being, and I often find when people, people will accept the idea that there is a God. If there is a God, he is more powerful than me. Sure. If there is a God, he's probably smarter than me. What I often find that people struggle with is if there is an infinite God, he loves better than me. Yeah. The assumption I have is, and this is what I hear from most people is he probably doesn't love that well. Yeah. He probably is cold. Uh-huh. He probably is. He might not be cruel and mean, but he's not affectionate. Uh-huh. He's not compassionate. He he has a standard that you meet or you don't meet because he's, we think the smarter you are or the stronger you are, it somehow hinders your ability uh-huh. to love. Whereas yeah. if I if I truly believe God is infinite, then his love is infinite. As Ed's already said, there's no way for me to fully understand it at this point. And how many times when you were growing up, you looked at your parents and said, you don't love me. Right? Yes, okay. and you genuinely and felt you it. you thought that. Yes, you genuinely felt this decision. I had one of my daughters the other day. One of them, at, as all young kids do, they don't always like to bathe in the correct <laughs> thing. And my job as dad is to go, hey, you did not use soap. Or hey, you did not do this. And I have one child who will not always tell the truth about it. So I had one the other day where I said, you know what, you're gonna miss out on tablet time because you've 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 told this lie. And one of the other ones goes, I don't understand why you're being so mean that because in her mind, yeah. it's just soap. It's just and you made her go back anyway. And I said, because I love her, mm-hmm. I don't need to be, and this is how God is with us. God's goal in us being dependent on him is not that he has to tell us how to do every single part of our life. At some point, he wants me to be the kind of person who, like a child, dad doesn't have to tell me to put my soap on every morning. Eventually, I've learned that God doesn't have to come behind me every second to go, tell the truth. But I, tell I, the truth. I do think that God is, is smart enough to know that my all-time relationship with him is always going to be one of dependence. Yes. And if we think that's been my experience, and may I, I, we walk by faith, not by sight. That I am always going to be dependent on him because he's going to constantly be pointing. Hey, you're wrong about that too. Mm-hmm. I know it's not as wrong as some of the other things you were really wrong about, <laughs> but this also will get you off track. And I think one of the most dangerous things that we can do is get so settled in our thoughts about God and the way we see the world that we are constantly questioning our presuppositions about us, about him, about the world, that just goof us up. And I, I feel for this person because 
I don't know where they're at. I mean, we, we're always in these one-sided conversations. We don't know why you ask, but you know, I could, I could picture myself sitting with a person who's, they've goofed up again and they're saying to themselves, why would God make me this way? Why, why wouldn't God just, I want to do right and I continue to do wrong. Or there's this person I know that they're a good person. They can, why wouldn't he just make us to be right? Well, he knew that love and the process of me learning to trust him, even in this thing that I keep blowing, is better than him creating another mammal that reacts by instinct. Mm. We, are, we aren't like, I, I know we've humanized most animals. We aren't just a better version of this. We really do have the image of God on us that we can understand and we can choose and yep. go against. We can go against our instinct for, for self-preservation and doing what's best for us for the sake of someone else, which ultimately no greater love than a person to lay down their lives for a friend, yep. which is our ultimate goal to give up myself for the people I love and God that I love. So, you know, I can, I feel for the person where they are, but you're trying to put your human reasoning on someone that's greater yep. than you. And we all do. Yeah, we all do. We, we all, all do. I've spent yep. my life doing that. Yep. So hopefully I'm getting better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. So hopefully we answered both of your questions, the short one and the long one. <laughs> so uh, next week, uh, fun question. We're going to talk about speaking in tongues. Oh, good. Oh, good. Ed's excited <laughs> about that one. Yeah, yeah. I thought he would be the opposite. <laughs> yeah. So now you guys get to come back next week and hear Ed's excited answer <laughs> about that issue. So y'all have a great week. Oh, put... we have one thing. Oh, one last thing. Don't go yet. One last thing. One last thing. Uh, I wanted to let everyone know you'll see something different in our feed this Thursday. Uh, I, we haven't decided what we are titling it yet, but uh, we are making a change. If you listen to the Family Movie Podcast, our last episode, you heard us kind of preview this, but we are changing um, kind of the format of what our family ministry podcast will work. So far, it's been this movie podcast where we try and help people uh, really think differently about the way that they kind of consume content with their kids, whether it be movies or whatever. Uh, and uh, we did that for oh, almost close to two years. Um, but uh, our family uh, pastor, uh, Molly, and I have been having a conversation, and Sawyer, who's our uh, a student uh, ministry uh, resident, we started kind of having conversations about a different format of a podcast to help equip parents uh, to really partner with the church. Mm. The church wants to partner with you, but there is a part that you have to partner with the church in raising your kids to love Jesus and his way of life. And so uh, this Thursday, you'll see kind of the pilot episode, the first one of us trying to do that. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. The Family Ministry uh, Movie Podcast is not fully going away. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a part of that. So you'll still get to see me and Sawyer and Donnie talk about movies occasionally. But uh, it's going to be bigger and broader than that. So I'm very excited about it. I look, Good. I look forward to seeing where that goes. Yeah. Me too. If I can do anything to help, let me know. Well, we will let you know. All right. We will see you guys next week. Tune in for that on Thursday. See you then. <laughs>